With the first pick in the 2008 WNBA draft, the Los Angeles Sparks select Candace Parker. With the first pick in the 2011 WNBA draft, the Minnesota Lynx select Maya Moore from the University of Connecticut. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another special edition of the Rebel Edition. I'm your host, Bailey. I've got another special guest for y'all highlighting our content creators. Part two of my series. I'm here with Miss Caitlin Watson, also known as Splash Squad. Hi, guys. What's going on? How you doing? <laughs> you know, I'm good. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Glad to have you here. For those of you that don't know, Caitlin's on the YouTube grind, making reaction videos to NBA highlights, WNBA highlights, college highlights, athletes unlimited highlights, all of the above. Mm-hmm. Pure comedy, if you haven't known. We're going to dive into it oh, well. shortly. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, on, on all the channels, I've seen on Instagram, on Twitter, on YouTube, putting mm-hmm. in the whole grind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, getting shouts out on Twitter and, you know, people showing love, starting to catch on. Yeah, surprising, how, but yeah. How many subs you got? How many subs now I have? I just hit two on the WNBA channel. Either one. Uh, on the NBA channel, I think I have like 31,000. I don't even post on there anymore. That's another story, but. Um, <laughs> we'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, WNBA channel, I just hit like 200, I think, the other day. Two, 210, something like that. Okay. And this That's is being recorded, channel. for those of you listening, this is recorded on Valentine's Day. So hopefully by the time <laughs> it gets posted, that number is quintuple. We'll get you to the yeah. 1K club. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta up the numbers. First, as I do with all my interviews, we're gonna have some fun to start out. Mm-hmm. So I'm finna, I'm finna hit you with a few either or questions. Okay. And these are all sparks related. Okay. Okay. And I just want you to answer it however you feel. You can go short as saying one or the other, or you can one and explain, tell a story. The answer is completely on you. I didn't tell you what I'm asking because I want you pure, unadulterated in the moment take. Oh my god! Okay. All right. I, uh, are you I, trying to trap me? Like no, what? no, 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 no. I, I, I want. I just want the live reaction. I don't want you to think. I just want you to go. All right. Okay, come on, come on, come on. So we're gonna we're gonna start with a simple one. Let's go. Neca or Chene? Neca. Taya no, or Arella? Taya. Elena Beard or Brittany Sykes? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, <laughs> Brittany? Hey, hey, look, two great defenders. We both oh, had yeah, them in the purple and gold. Guess what? Of course. Had and guess ask. what? We love them both on all of these questions. We do. But do. you asked me either or. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Lisa Leslie or Candace Parker? <gasps> oh, no. Oh, my gosh. My, my stomach just dropped. My God. I mean, I have, I have to say Candace Parker. Wait, what are we talking about here? My favorite? You just interpret how you oh, want to. That's, oh, that's gut-wrenching. Yeah, you you hit me with that one. Uh, 
I mean, I have to say Candace, but I mean, we, I mean, you know, ugh, I, I say Candace Parker. You say Candace? I'm so sorry. Oh my, I'm so sorry. Are you sure? Forgive me. Forgive me. I mean, I'm just, I'm looking at this as my favorite, like, that's my favorite player. So okay. I'm going for my girly, but I mean, yeah. It's Am I going to get like dragged? No, I don't think so. Cause I mean, okay. it's, it's literally up to you. Yeah, this is my interpretation, guys. Okay. Exactly, exactly. Nobody can fault you for that. Yeah. They can disagree, but they don't I need mean, to be personal. But they can't disagree with my favorite, you know? Technically, right. really, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Derek Fisher or The Field? <laughs> uh, the Field. <laughs> I had to throw that in there. I had to throw that in there, because... If anybody uh, knows me, I'm very anti-fish. I can't help it. I think everybody is, you know? All due respect, but we all we all are. <laughs> yeah, we all are. <laughs> all right. Which jersey you like the best? The heroine, the explorer, or the rebel? White, purple, and black. I, l- I like the black. I mean, I would say purple, classic. But I like the black. Okay. Okay. I guess I go black. I have okay. I have a black one. So I go black. Yeah. yeah go See, black. I got the purple joint. Really? Yeah, I want to get the you black. You like that the best? I do like the well, I like the white one the best, actually. Really? I just think it's very crispy. Like I, I I usually don't like white jerseys, but the W has a handful of white jerseys that are kind of really, clean. Really good. Like I want the Connecticut white jersey because I don't like the orange or the blue ones like that. Um, let's see the who was the other white? There was like two white ones I really liked. I like the Sparks white jersey. I like the Liberty mm. white jersey. Like there's like three or four where I like oh, the white yeah, jersey the yeah, best. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But okay. yeah, I, I got the purple I like joint. The black. the black ones is cool. Like when I saw those drop, I was like, got to get one. That's me. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. I want. I want to get it. I want to get a black one of. Uh, I want to get a black Kennedy joint. That's gonna go. You know how many people are gonna get that Hollywood too? Yeah. Yeah, I want to get a black Kennedy joint. That's that's on the list for this this season. Like, so what I do, I got three W jerseys last year at okay. the beginning. Now I got three after the Olympic break. This year oh. we won't have no Olympic break, so I'm probably just gonna get three. You uh, cashing out? I mean, I love the league. Okay, okay. And they, they got some clean jerseys. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so I, I'm gonna show love, but yeah, I'm trying to get more. I need to definitely up my collection. My sure. goal is to have one of every team. Oh yeah, that makes sense. That makes yeah, sense. I need but, to get there. I need to get there. But this year, with the Sparks moves and my girl CB going to Chicago, I'm gonna have to double down. Like I'm just gonna have to do it. Like I'm gonna have three Sparks jerseys after this year, regardless. I'm gonna have two <laughs> Sky jerseys, regardless. You said I had to double down. Yeah, I got to because I yeah. told I told CB I didn't get her jersey last year because I knew she wasn't gonna be in Atlanta long. Uh-huh. Got to be a man of my word. She in Chicago. Chicago it is. Uh huh. Candy Card is one of my favorite players, and then she's on my favorite team. I gotta have Go down. Yeah. So yeah. that's gonna be two of them. And I'm still mm-hmm. trying to decide the third one. I'm I'm leaning towards a Natasha Cloud, though. Cloud nine. Yes. Sickest, sickest, yes. sickest name number combo alive. Yes. Sickest. Besides AK 47, Cloud Nine. Sick. Yes. So that might that's true. Yeah. I didn't think about that. So okay. that's that's where okay. I'm leaning. Okay. But back back to some Sparks stuff. What's your favorite <laughs> moment in Sparks history? Favorite moment in Sparks history, 2016. For me, just because I'm 
I don't want to say I'm young, like everybody else is old, but like for me, I'm like a newer fan, you know? And so that was like my most recent memory of us being on top. You know what I mean? That's my most one of me, like actively seeing it and everything like that. You know, everything before that, I wasn't really keyed in like that. So, you know, me, I'm a huge, I'm a trash talker, you know what I mean? And so anything with the city of LA winning, I'm here, I'm there. I'm here to talk to the other uh, 49 states, you know, I'm here to rub it in. I'm here to compare us, you know, just like the Rams won. I don't watch football. I haven't watched a football game all season. However, I was in front of that TV. I was hitting my gritty. I was uh, crib walking with Snoop. You know, I, I might as well have been up on that, um, on that Tam's Burgers myself up there with, with Dre. I might as well have been hanging with 50 upside down. And yeah, that was me. So yeah, anything with LA, that's me. And of course, when they won, I I was just, you know, bragging, rubbing it in, you know, people didn't care, you know, as far as like people, people nowadays, they, they kind of tune me out when I'm bragging now, like my friends, my friend group, because one thing about me, I'm just gonna anything LA. So they've kind of gotten over it. But that that was me for me, my my top moment in my life, you know. I'm, my I'm experience. In, yeah. I'm inclined to agree with you. I have it postered on my wall. Really? Yeah. It's, okay. it's right right there. I have I have two posters, uh both from that year on my wall. So definitely yeah. definitely feel you on that. You got to. You got to. So so in kind of the same breadth of that, mm-hmm. what team do you see as the Sparks rival? Okay. So now I well we'll see when this when the season starts and when you know um but I, last season I didn't really care for how New York was kind of like taunting us and you know how they kind of made it in talking about thank you this this like it was just it wasn't really sitting right in my spirit it wasn't sitting right in my soul so I think I was probably the only one but I overdid it and I was their biggest um hater I was playing on their downfall in free agency just because of that I'm very petty and I don't forget things so when I saw that, I saw the players going live, laughing and kicking. Um, they might have been, they might as well have been laughing at me, you know, directly at me. They were. didn't care for that. Yeah, they basically said my name, laughing at me. So I said, you know, I'm I'm going to take that personal. I'm going to go the extra mile and make it a rivalry. So, um, uh, with that being said, uh, depending on how things shake out, you know, going into next season. You never, you never know if, you know, the Twitter reads, you know what I mean? With, with Atlanta, yeah. that could be something, you know what I mean? You got Erica and Atlanta, and then you got, you know, Kennedy coming here with the Twitter, you know what I mean? So you never know. Um, I don't know about Vegas either, if that might be a little thing. If, I mean, obviously they still agreed. It's not like inked yet. So like I said, I don't know how everything's going to shake out for real, but if that is a thing and then she, you know, she wasn't throwing shots at the coach. Um, I'm talking about Liz, right. you know, but, you know, people take it certain ways. <sighs> so you never know if it can become like a, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I love rivalries. So yeah. I'm sorry. I hate to say it, but I want rivals, please. I love, I love, I thrive off rivals. I love it. Like Lakers Celtics was my first experience with rivalries. And ever since then, I'm just hungry for more because it's died out. You know, that rivalry mm-hmm. It's lame how everyone wants to be friends. It's so like, ugh, boring. Let's come on, guys. Malice in the palace. You know, let's throw a couple shots. Let's throw a couple punches. I'll be there. You know, tell me ahead of time. I'll swing with you. But 
let's just let's you know mess it up a little bit be messy you know that's why people come at these players that oh they're a locker room cancer yeah why not go spice it up i'm bored you know and i think that's one thing that's interesting in the w is that like you hear about how they're really a sisterhood but also mm-hmm. like you can't always tell it on the court like it'll get spicy in a heartbeat and i love it you know uh you know what it was was uh obviously any finals matchups is gonna get spicy but oh my gosh phoenix and uh chicago the all the spiciness all the little stuff oh i was feeding oh, uh-huh. bailey i was feeding i was eating off that. absolutely i mean it just my powers were growing i just oh, i love it so I'm here for all the rivals. I hope we have multiple rivals. I, those are the two that I see, possibly three. I feel like New York isn't really a rival. I just made it, you know. But what do you think? You think, like, which rivals do you think we'll have? Right now it's kind of weird because, you know, L.A. had a down year. And uh-huh. <laughs> last year the team, by normal standards, was kind of, I don't want to say timid, but, like, not really outspoken. Uh-huh. They didn't have a Candace Parker. They didn't have – I mean, Erica Wheeler does a little bit, but, like, she's not, like, even, like, a Kennedy Carter is going to be this year. So, mm-hmm. I didn't really feel like there was one last year in a true sense. I mean, obviously, we were fighting for that playoff spot with, like, Washington and Dallas and New York, whatever. But, man, as a fan, I I, st- I still see the links because all them battles uh, during that dynasty era. Yeah. But right, right now, truly, like, I don't really think there is one. But I think this year there could be because uh-huh. you're adding – you're adding definitely Kennedy and then presumably Liz joins. She's also very um, outspoken and very vocal, which is not a bad thing. She'll fit in LA perfect. Mm-hmm. But like, I just think about her laughing at Tina Charles, like while posting her up and then proceeding to get a bucket, you know what I'm saying? Like those are, those yeah. are, cause like last yeah. year, last year you had like Nia Coffey, who was one uh-huh. of my best players. And while she's very firing competitive, she doesn't, she doesn't do it by talking. You'll see her get hyped right. after a block or a rebound, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Taya doesn't do it. KT mm-hmm. doesn't do it. Right, Becca right, damn right, sure right. don't do it. <laughs> like they're just all very like nice. They're nice. Yeah, and like it's not even great to a detriment. Brothers. Yeah, but they just they don't really. No, it's it's a great thing. They're nice, but one thing about me, I like to see the. I like I want to see something happen. So if anybody brings stuff, I I don't buy into the whole fact. Oh, they're just gonna they're gonna rumble it up they're gonna locker room cancer they're gonna tear it up i don't i don't buy into all that just because i you know give them benefit of it out you know but if they did no problem for me i love it i would love them to and and i mean w twitter gonna get into it regardless exactly that's what makes it fun like i feel like i haven't really been able to really get on there because i there's no one to get at you know i'm waiting i'm waiting i'm waiting for when we have the rivals and then we have the the Twitter wars. I'm that I'm built for that, Bailey. I don't you guys don't know it yet because like I said, I'm new to this space. Y'all have right. never seen me in my element. I've slain many a Clipper fan, many a, a Celtic fan already. You know, I'm waiting on the sparks to really get in that rival bag. So I I'm there, I'm the sixth man on Twitter. You know, I'm on their roster basically. I'm talking trash talk. Well, I'll tell you what, if you want if you want to try to start it. Just send out any tweet and include the following four names. You got to put <laughs> Sue Bird. Uh, you can you can compliment Sue Bird and people will hop in your mentions talking <laughs> trash to you. Really? Yeah. Yes. Like there, okay. there. It's funny. It's funny. There are a handful of different people that I've memorized 
during my time in WTWID that once they show up, I've reached a certain percentage of a fan fan base and I've angered them and I fuel off of it. Like when, when, really? uh, yeah, like when, when Sue got crossed <laughs> or when, when she, uh, stepped on Mercedes Russell's foot and Brent mm-hmm. made her fall, mm-hmm. I was in my bag on those nights. And like, there's just a handful of fans that when you see that name, it's like, yeah. oh yeah, I've, I've, I've pissed off the Sue fans. We're here. Okay. We're here. Asia so- Wilson. I, and I've seen sprinklings of that. Yeah, yeah. If, we love if you them. say if yeah. you say Asia, I, I love Asia, but uh-huh. like if you say her name, there's a cult. Basically. There's a because you got not only do you have Asia fans, you got South Carolina fans, and they move you know, in a unit. They're lucky that I bandwagon to them because. But here's the thing: I don't see the bandwagon moving. I like them a lot, but if it moves, if I move off that bandwagon. I might have to go, it's me versus everybody, you know, yeah. and I'll do it. So, you know, yeah. nobody's safe, but at least right now, me, maybe me and the cult are on the same side. I haven't, I haven't had any run-ins with this cult per se or what the Gotham city villains or what, but <laughs> I know they're lurking and they out there. God bless them. You know, they're, they're powerful, but we a good thing. You know, the people that they represent are great players. So it's not like we got to go against them, you know, cause they're, and they move as a unit. Like it, you get one quote tweet or two quote tweets from the right people and your mentions will be in shambles for a week. See, okay. It's a beautiful thing to witness from a third party. It's not great to be the one receiving it. Okay. I see. Okay. 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 So I would say Asia. Put me on game. You obviously going to have Sabrina. That's a given. Um, That's a given. That's a given. Okay. Uh, yeah you, you mentioned Sabrina, Sabrina in the right uh context and yeah you're gonna and again there's a handful of people that like seem to name search her every 10 minutes what is it the Fox News stories is it the Sophie Cunningham's like, nah it's just just a handful just of people in general people okay. yeah just some fans and then okay. I would say I would say probably Diana Taurasi those are those would be those would be the four interesting that's an interesting group yeah but yeah. okay they all have large followers that will come in your mentions and tell you about yourself in a heartbeat mm. so if you want to stir some stuff well i mean i i don't i'm not a provocative person you know what i mean right. I, I just do my thing i'm not an inflammatory individual but uh across the sparks you know and like i said i'm waiting on the rivalry i think we all are it's it's a good thing i saw a tweet about this too it's a good thing for sports like it's a good thing when there's rivalries. It's a, it's, that's good. We don't always have to be peaches and, and cream. You know what right. I mean? Peaches right. and roses. Like we can, we can go back and forth and it, it'd be cool. Um, like, jokes wise, especially like yeah. that. It's funny. Like some of the memes funny. It's like, why not let them fly? But this, the people that come in and take it too serious and they act like you said something about their mother. It's like, Oh my gosh, it's, it's again, you know, it's sports. It's that's when it gets fans. like, ugh. Yeah, right. Like that's natural. It's naturally gonna, you know. But because you don't, yeah. you don't get the Jazz John Skylar Diggins Smith beef if they don't talk. Right, and right. That's when, like WW players are so tapped in on socials. Like, right. Yeah, that's man. what we'll talk about it. But yeah, I think yeah. that's what makes like the Twitter space so cool on the W side of things for sure. So last couple things on uh-huh. the Sparks. What was your favorite moment of last season from the Sparks? favorite moment of last season do you mean like a play anything whether it can be a favorite game it could be a favorite play it could be 
Sue Bird breaking her face on the court. It can be whatever you want it to be. So you didn't have to go that <laughs> far. <laughs> um, I got that shirt. I... Oh, you did? I got that. I got that shirt. Yeah, I wear it with pride. Oh, I think I think I liked I liked the whole. Okay, well I'm biased. I'll say it. The Britney Sykes Defensive Player of the Year run. I just think that was so cool. You know what I mean? As a guard to be there, the the, the blocks, the stepping over. Bot, dead bodies you know what I mean on the court after blocking people sick just steal after steal I was watching her um Australia highlights the other day yep. it's sick it's just like steal after steal after steal after steal it's sick it's sickening it's like, like she's playing 2k on rookie no guess what she turned the sliders down and that's you know I'm gonna expose her I think she turned the sliders down <laughs> like it's no way she should be able to get this from y'all that that easily you know and it's it's really sickening to watch. So that's just that was my favorite thing because we like everybody was like campaigning for us. It's kind of cool. I liked I liked seeing that and just watching in the games, like watching her literally just pickpockets. I thought that was pretty cool. So I think I don't know if that's a moment, but that was something I really okay. Yeah. I like I enjoyed that a lot because that was something I was like looking for, you know, looking forward to in games watching. So and it's yeah. it's because most people like you know their favorite thing is like offense seeing this but like it's rare when a player is obviously she's she be taking ankles too shifty and doing stuff but it's like also a lot of people aren't looked at like you're not watching them to see their defense or you're watching bigs to see them block this person that's like kind of regular-ish but like watching a guard get at it really locked down is different it's kind of like fun so yeah, because that requires a level of effort that is not as universal in the game as it once was. Right, right, right. Like, it, it's just not. Like, to play – and Bray had – one thing that stuck out to me was that her offense developed last year. Like, her mid-range pull-up became a right. lethal option. And so, like, you can see the work that she's putting in, mm-hmm. but also the amount of effort, like, throwing her body on the floor, diving like after play. balls. Like, And I'm convinced she can dunk listen i'm convinced she can dunk like i i don't I, i've never seen it but like she's she her, her, hopping up on rims and stuff playing around like and like okay, her now, arms are nine miles long i feel like she can just like <laughs> go up there and no for her. real no no you're playing around but guess what she can actually dunk. i want i saw seen her it. she was it was when she looked like she was going up to dunk and i said quit playing because she almost broke <laughs> I'm telling you, she there was a some promo thing she did for the A uh what Australian one. I told her I by the way, I said if I was if I was whoever they're playing against, it was so sickening. I said I would have uh tried to get her banned at the border, hold up in customs. I would not have let her <laughs> back in the country because you're not doing that to my citizens. That's just a fact. But the fact they let her back in the country is insane. But yeah, she jumped up on the rim and she she just hopped up. She's boing for the promo vid. Like joking around i'm like girl if you don't grab a ball and really try next time are you kidding like what they didn't let me in that sparks practice just so they all really get things going you need it you you go practice you dunking you you know what i mean because they be playing around but they really in their bags but yeah she's she's a different breed for sure yeah like one million percent i remember i tweeted it multiple times like i think britney sykes could dunk if she wanted to like i've never seen it but like i said i mean she, I don't I mean, think she wants. She's just she's just chilling. You know what I mean. She doesn't like want to upstage too many people. But she would do two handed layups sometimes, and like her fingertips are like almost at the top of the square. That's the exact 
that's what I'm talking about. When I watched that and I was like, wait, like when you're seeing her go and like jump with two hands, I was like, wait, is she going up to die? And then she would like lay it up, chill, all chill. I'm like, oh my gosh, girl, you know, you could just, just get up. Just go ahead and do it. You know you want to do it. You know, we're waiting. So. One time. We need it one time for the coach. Might as well. Exactly. Exactly. One time. So <laughs> that's that's a good one because I remember Eli from Sparks PR was mm-hmm. campaigning super hard. And then there was a an analytic site on Twitter that endorsed her. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but they were mm-hmm. they endorsed her and like they were but the beauty of it for me was that these stats that everybody was pulling out matched the eye test like you said like it's you were watching them to see Britney's ice play defense right and it was it was something to see it was, right. it was very something like show every time yeah like because I I love defensive basketball I always have mm-hmm. like it's just all like my my favorite NBA team is the Memphis Grizzlies right I started watching them during the grit and grind era mm-hmm. like that's that's how I love that. So yeah, yeah, for the Sparks to have that and be a good defensive unit. I mean, Nia Coffee's defense last year. But I could go on for hours about Nia Coffee, but <laughs> but yeah. So I mean that that was that was a fun time for sure. Yeah, um, sure. seeing them and then seeing it work, seeing her come in second, like. Mm-hmm. And if you're if you're losing to Sylvia Fowles, are you really losing? That's a perfect takeaway. That's yeah. a perfect takeaway. Yeah. yeah. So. So last two things, these are from non-Sparks perspectives. Okay. Or actually one of them's from non-Sparks perspective. So let's let's go. Who are your who have been your favorite non-star player LA Sparks? So not like the Candaces, not the NECAs, not the maybe even uh like maybe even Erica Wheeler, you know, like the 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 she doesn't count. The, yeah, like the marquee <laughs> players, like non-marquee players. Like who have been like your favorite Sparks role players since you've been a fan? Okay. Um well you said one already. Well, okay, I'll start with one who was on my just general favorite players list in general, Amanda. Okay. Because she followed me on Instagram. So basically what that, what I took that as, me looking at it, that we're best friends. Absolutely. You know? You're mutuals. Uh, Yeah, but more than that, we're best friends. You know what I mean? Um, I think anybody would agree that that's probably what that means. Um, So immediately, boom, highest you know, one of my favorite players in general now. Um, but even before, you know what I mean? She exploded. It was, it was um, when she came to us before that, she was on Liberty. She had like a 37-point game or something. I'm like, what That the? game was crazy. She would not miss, and they would not like, guard her. Yo. <laughs> so, Top of the three. when she came to us, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. What did you I say? I was going to say, she, like, I remember that Liberty game. She shot like eight threes from straight away. Bro. Didn't hit no rim, didn't have no defense. And I'm just like, how? Yeah, no, it, it wasn't making sense to me. Either. My brain melted, you know what I mean? And so then when she's here, I was like, oh, yes, you know, spacing. We love to see it. So definitely, definitely her. Definitely Nia Coffee, you said as well. <sighs> sad to see her go, but, you I know, uh, I think those are those are the two definitely that were my favorites, right? Am I missing anybody? My favorites? I think that's it. As far as my favorites go, um, Erica Willard doesn't count, you said. She's, she she's definitely would have been. Yeah, well, but she would have <laughs> she would have definitely been on there. But yeah, I think those are two of my two of my favorites. I, I give two. Okay, okay. I, I ask because one of my favorite former Sparks is playing at AU, Essence Carson. 
Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I loved watching us just play in LA. One of my favorites. Hey. Well, we'll get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll get to it. But hey. yeah, so I, that, that's what that's what inspired me to ask was just that. Okay, so. okay. And then who is your favorite non-Sparks player? In general, non-Sparks player, definitely Diamond Shields. Okay. Well, okay. Blasphemy. I'm sorry, uh, Candace Parker, but I, I don't think that counts. Kind of. I mean, she's technically so, on a spark now, so I guess it does. Like, it would be her, but if if not, Diamond is Shields. She's really the one that, like, one of the first players, when I was intentionally trying to get into the WNBA, like, that I was, like, looking at, watching. Because when, I don't, I don't remember how I came across, I probably Instagram. She's just so cool. Like, the freaking so cool. goggle glasses, like, oh my god, there's no cooler look. You can't be cooler. If you right. tried, you couldn't be cool. I could never be cooler. Like, there's no cooler look. There, I mean, even NBA, nobody wears, like, that's, in basketball, that's it. It's just her, you know? And she's doing it. She, like, the pregame pose they be doing, they were, yeah. it was just, the pictures were so hard. And I was like, dang, I kind of have to be a fan, you know? So I followed her, and I was, like, one of the first, besides, you know, the Candace and, you know, but, like, that was one of the first non-Sparks players, for sure, that I really got into. And I was like, okay, let me start following this person and whatever. So, it literally started not off for play, not off anything, nothing, just the goggle glasses. You know what I'm saying? And the whole look, the vibe. You know what I mean? She passed the vibe check. That's that's important. It's funny you say that because she was one of my first players that I can would consider like I followed really closely. Really? I got to see her play in high school. No way. Yeah, yeah I got to see her play when she was in high school. That's it was cool. crazy. It was crazy. So I got her jersey last year. Um, unfortunately, okay. it now is not accurate, but. <laughs> I digress uh but and it's even cooler when you know that the goggles are functional they're not right. just like protection like they actually help her see yeah that's why I say goggle glasses because I, I I saw somewhere she didn't like when people call them like what goggle or something so I know I know they really help her see so I'll be saying goggle glasses yeah but. yeah goggle glasses that, that's what we call them Go- yeah yeah there's no there's no way to combine I was about to words. yeah yeah no, no. Words, so goggle glasses so now we'll get into a little bit about you. We're all warmed up here mm-hmm, talking, mm-hmm. talking some, some W. So how did you start in sports? Did you play when you were younger? Did you? Uh, as far as starting in sports, as far as basketball, I used to play soccer. Um, okay. I was useless. I was useless. Um, didn't do much at all uh, from me. Couldn't get a goal out of me, really uh the next sport I tried foot uh not foot why say football volleyball um quit after one practice and that's a true story simply because they're just yelling at me they're like come on ladies get it up and I quit I walked out the last time I ever literally touched volleyball never never again and then I tried basketball and um I quit once <laughs> because they're like oh yeah run run 10 laps around the court and I said yeah yeah you must be you're nuts, buddy. Yeah, I'm gone. Up. Yeah, so I left never to return. But then I did return. And I started playing. I actually started playing in, like, junior year in high school, so pretty late. And then senior year, we uh, we were absolute trash. We sucked badly. We, we I don't know what's so funny, Bailey. Uh, we, lost, we only won two games that first year. No joke, right? Like, two games. Second year, we got a new coach. Re-up got a new little point guard and we were kind of running. Um, we still sucked, but we were like we were doing something, you know, we were doing a little something, so it was cool. I felt like I was a part of something. 
But uh, it was fun. I had fun. I both years, but we stopped. Long story short. That's um, but that's when I, yeah, you know, just having fun. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like the sports I played as far as watching sports. Um, the Lakers, that's my bread and butter. Um, growing up in Southern California, that's the only option. There's a lot of bandwagons in Southern California, a lot of bandwagons in general. We won't mention them, but there's some of them that actually even crossed over to the, the Clippers side. We won't mention them, but I'm not one of them. No, I stayed true. I stayed blue. And, um, you know, Laker fan all the way really started with Kobe. You know, I don't, I can't to the, I've tried so many times. I cannot remember how I got into Kobe. I can't. All I know is like, I don't know if one day I woke up, what, but it was middle school. That's all I know. Time period, middle school, became a massive Kobe fan. I had like Lakers notebooks and stuff because of Kobe. You know what I mean? So then it just translated into me becoming a Lakers fan. And then I really started writing hard for them. I'm a really, I like to get into debates. I'll call them because I don't lose often. I I really never lose if we're being real. So, and really it's like debate slash roasts, you know? So I like to debate, you know, like other NBA fans. And so even like through high school, before I ever had like any channel or anything like that, I would just kind of talk to people and just be pushing their buttons and and stuff. Even when we sucked, I would still win because I would bring up, you know, ring numbers and you know they could kill me but they just they don't really have the capacity to so I was just you know slaying these other teams and that's when I really became like obviously I was a Kobe fan first but then like just Laker die hard you know Laker to Laker die hard that's where it started with me with uh just being a sports fan that's everything that launched me into that uh other sports I don't watch any other sports that's the that's a short answer I've never Soccer, it's like I'm not watching a whole thing to watch them score three points. Sorry, buddy. I mean, we can score three points in the NBA in the first second, you know? Yep. Uh, Curry scored three points before the game started, you know? Pretty Am hard. I really going to sit here and watch? No, I'm not. Um, tennis, I'll watch when it's certain black players, I'll be honest. Other than that, no, don't care. Uh, golf, no, you know? Let's be real, none of them. I, I used to care about football a little bit, but then they started just – the NFL started kind of acting out and I was like, eh, you know, so I kind of stopped yeah. watching, but yeah. um, other than that, it's just basketball for me. Let, let, let me be honest. That's only sport. Like watching wise, I'm really into. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I, yeah. That's, that's real. <laughs> that's real. Um, yeah. When you watch tennis, who do you watch? I'm just kidding. Naomi, Naomi, the Serena's, the Venus's, and okay. that's it. That's it. No Coco. Oh, Coco, Coco, Coco. I was about to say, you can't get Coco. Coco, 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 Coco. Besides them, nobody. Those yeah. are like the Black Avengers of tennis. That's Other me. than that, um, uh, I've never watched. I don't think I've ever watched <laughs> any other tennis <laughs> games in my life ever. Yeah. I, I feel, I feel it's like it's like yeah. what Wale said. Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Okay, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean that's real. That's real. That's you got to support your people. Yeah, got to, got to. That's it. So I definitely, I definitely feel you on that one. Because mm-hmm. me, I just I'm watching mostly basketball at this point. I've watched mm-hmm. a little bit of everything growing up. Okay. Um, the only sport that comes anywhere close, and when it's like, if I have a hundred percent of my time for sports, it's like basketball is ninety nine percent. The sports maybe like half of that one percent that's left. That's like baseball. Okay. I, I enjoy watching baseball. Outside of that, like everything else is just sporadic, random 
Like I watch the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl, but I hate football. It's the most boring sport on the planet. Really? You hate yeah. football? I hate. Football. I think that's the next most interesting. You know, it's it's, it's very boring to me. I don't get enjoyment. Why? Why? Why is it boring? I don't know. I think it's because when I was growing up, they always tried to get me to play. I never was interested in playing, but uh, literally my entire life, they wanted me to play uh, growing up next to Athens and UGA and it being a football school and all that stuff. Just mm, kind of swamped okay. me over type stuff. I don't know. And it's you just, okay. It was just oversaturated with it. Yeah. And like, I'm not a violent person. It's a very violent game. <laughs> I was saying that yesterday. They just, well, Super Bowl day. It was just like, they'd be every time just tackled. I'm like, I would not want to play this sport i would not want my kid playing this sport but i I think it's cool to watch because it's like i don't know like I, just to me it's the next most interesting sport but i still don't watch it you know but like i will get into that like i tell you when i'm watching a game like if i really want to it was what was the game it was like alabama versus somebody what was it uh there was a college game that was big this it just kind of just happened ish alabama versus somebody i don't know probably alabama and georgia if i had to guess Maybe. I don't know. Because they played that's, twice. That's how little, really? Yeah, they played in the SEC championship and the national championship. So yeah. I, I would assume. Yeah, it was a championship. And it was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot. I think it was probably Georgia. I don't know. Yeah, probably yeah, so. I was Those watching were the two that. big ones. Yeah, I got into that one, too. Like, I'll be getting into a certain football. I can get into it to where I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm standing in front of the TV, like, like especially the, the Super Bowl. I was up, like, oh, my gosh. But other sports, I don't think I – I don't know. I think I could get into – any sport like if I'm watching it but like to get into a whole new sport you have to really like you know research the players not research but just get to know to me like I'm I like storylines a lot you know what I mean and like so once I get a full grasp of that that's when I think I've like that that makes the sport worth watching and like you know keeping up with so I haven't really found that in any NFL is the next one that I think I know a little stuff about to where you know but I still don't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. For yeah. me, for me, the NFL and football, like I know some players, I know some storylines. Like I was really rooting for OBJ mm-hmm. uh, yesterday or on Sunday. Yeah. 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 Cause I mean, I've, I've always liked Odell and, mm-hmm. you know, seeing him go through the trials and tribulation of his career, um, mm-hmm. seeing him win, that was really cool. Yeah. For um, sure. But when it comes to, but when I watch, a lot of times I watch a game from more of like a, almost like a coaching perspective. Okay. Um, and I know nothing about the the strategies in football. Oh, I see. And and so I see. And like I said, I mean, literally the next sport I know most is probably like I said, baseball. Like I know a little bit about mm-hmm. the inner workings of the sport. Um, well that enough makes to, sense then. to enjoy that makes it. Sense. So and then obviously the Braves won the World Series. So that's always a plus. Right. Um, okay. It makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. And I, and I, I've I've gone to baseball games throughout most of my life. Had some pretty cool moments. Okay, uh, so I don't think just, I've ever been to a baseball game in my life. Yeah, I've had some pretty cool moments at baseball games. So it it sticks, but okay. I don't know. I I can't do football. That's that's the biggest one. Like everybody's always shocked. It's like you grew up in the South. Like you're from Athens. Like you don't like football. Like no, that is kind of shocking. But I I don't think I I couldn't tell you the last time I watched a UGA football game. Couldn't do it. Are people like going to be on your head for that? I don't know. They, if they follow me on Twitter or you know me, you know that that's not really shocking. Okay, okay. Like, I had people over for the championships, and I'm sitting there most of the time just scrolling on my phone or playing a game or <laughs> whatever. It's just not – it's not interesting, so. That's interesting, though. But, yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it. If coaching perspective, that made sense. That's when I was like, okay. 
So, so yeah, but back into it, back, back into where we started mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Kobe, Shaq, Shaq was my favorite player growing up. Really? Was, yeah, he was my favorite player growing up. Um, Makes a lot of sense. I still consider him my third favorite basketball player ever. Uh, Who's your first? Nick. Easily. No, no, no contest. So. That was cool. Okay. Yeah. Who's your second? Tony Allen. Like I said, I love defense. So. Great and grind. So, but I got into the Grizz. <laughs> I got into the Grizz when they traded for Tony Allen. Really? Because my dad, my dad grew up and he always liked the Celtics growing up. So okay. like I, I always would see the Celtics a lot and Tony Allen played for the Celtics at first. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I think he wore like number 42 when he was a Celtic. And I was like, that's a unique number. And uh-huh. he goes to the Grizz. And I was like, and I remember I knew the name. And then they got him and Zebo at the same time. And I was like, I'm gonna rock with his team. So like that's that's kind of a cool origin story though. Like how your favorite team, that's kind of cool. So like both both of my top two players, I got into them at the same time. And really? that's 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 how it became. Like, cause in 2010, I was 14. Like it's like, all right, it's time for me to like find my teams. And so I found the Grizz like that. And then one day I'm scrolling on TV, like mm-hmm. it was late at night, and pack, I guess, 12 tournament mm-hmm. was on. And there was a basketball game, and NECA and Cheney scored 52 collective points. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, like I just vibed with them. Uh, but NECA, especially more than today, and I was like, I- I'm gonna write that name down. And fast forward, first overall pick, rookie of the year, champion, MVP, whatever, like just kind of went from there. That's and here, cool. here we so are. You got to follow her since that makes me so, yeah. Okay. It was like That's really a cool f- list you got though, really fluky, really, really, really fluky how that happened. I because I at that point in time, like. I watched a lot more college sports, but like I said, it was late at night because it was a packed game. So, you know, I'm like three hours behind or whatever. Like, just happened to be flipping through, caught the last little bit of it. Like, I think uh-huh. last, it was half still then. It's like the last quarter or so, like mm-hmm. half of a half. And so, yeah, that's where we ended up. So, okay. That's but, the coolest. Yeah. Back, yeah. back, back well, to where we started. Really back in, really back in. <laughs> so, you played a little bit of sports, you've been a Lakers fan. Right. How did you get into the world of content creation? Because that's what we're here to talk about. Okay. Well, content creation. Well, uh, I told you before, but I went to this really boring college. I'm going to spare you guys all the gory details, but I was just bored out of my mind. And so I stayed in my dorm room. 98% of the time I was there, didn't talk to basically anybody, like by myself. Basically skipped classes too. Sorry, mom but I skipped. And so I was just in my room, you know, bored. Like, I mean, I have no more shows to watch. I had nothing to do. So I saw a video, I was watching YouTube and I saw a video of somebody saying something about Kobe and they were just uh, like dissing him basically a little bit. I don't know why. I don't know who I thought I was, but I was like, I'm going to make a response video. (laughs) That's how these little kids be like on, (laughs) on you. I'm going to make a response. I don't know who I thought I was, but I, I definitely grabbed my iPad mini and I stacked it on a, a suitcase and some boxes and I set it up. Most cringy video ever. <laughs> I think it's still, I shouldn't even say it, but it's, it's still, still out there, but it's the most cringy video 
horrific. Oh my, it makes me want to throw up every time I watch any of my old ones. It's so bad. It's so bad. Honestly, just no no communication skills, social skills at all. No awareness of how I'm going to look. Like, honestly, it's horrible. But that was me. That was the first video. I, I made like a response, like a reaction video, right? I made a reaction video. It was me with the phone playing the video next to the, the iPad. So that like, you can see the video on the screen. You just hear it. And I thought that was cool. And by the way, I, I had gotten a, you know, those are one of those hoverboards. Mm-hmm. I had gotten one for the low while I was there because I was so bored. Whatever. I don't know. I don't remember how I got it. But I was like on it in the video. So I was like, like rolling in and out of the video, like trying to be cool, doing like spins mid video of me reacting to to uh dissing kobe trying to defend him like it was just all over the place and uh yeah that was how i got into like i posted that and i think got like 100 views or something i was like oh my gosh so then i posted another one and then i kept doing like nba news just kind of covering it you know mm-hmm. what i mean and just that's kind of my lane like naturally i don't try to for i don't force anything so i just right. be doing what I do and what I do, what I've been doing in high school, like I told you, debates, I just be talking to people about it. So I just turn on the camera and I would just talk about, uh, you know, this person said they wanted to go here, this rumor. And I would just talk about my opinions about it, kind of kiki with the with the folks, throw some jokes in there. And I had gained like some little subscribers. I'm like, what the, oh my gosh. And, and I respond to everybody's comment because, you know, who I think I am, not res- people comment, I'm going to respond. So I respond right. to everybody. So I'm knowing everybody. I'm like, I'm a part of the gang. I'm really a part of the gang. So that was it. And it kind of like just grew. Right. And that, that was how I got into it. Um, I don't know. I don't know how it really took off. I couldn't even tell you, but that's how, that's how it started at least. That work on show. That's one of you my know, favorite expressions know. off Twitter. You know, uh, I think it's coach juke. Shout out coach juke. That work going show. I, I love that expression. And I think that's, that's what happens like you you put in the work you you got that passion mm-hmm. it's gonna show I, I went to your page by the way i don't see it there no more so <gasps> it's not wait wait which one which one i just went to splash squad you went to oldest video did i take it down <laughs> i, I put I, I, I went i went to videos they oh added yeah katie oldest. i know that's right katie i took it down oh i'll be knowing i just knew ahead of time huh <laughs> i was so oh the, my gosh i was so for the tweet so clutch <gasps> oh you're vile you're vile oh my gosh i'm so clutch i really did take it man i give me a round of applause oh i'm clutch <laughs> I, was I don't so, know why i took it down either but oh i was hoping to go are, watch it all of those are cringy None of these are good. I'm scrolling through. You can see the thumbnails. Yeah. <laughs> All of these are cringy. The oh, is, my God. The thing is, we love the growth. We love we, we love the growth and the progression and the improvement. Yeah. Oh that's part God. of the I'm journey. Yeah. You know, I, that's why I tell people, too. It's like, at the end of the day, you just got to start. Because I at first, when I started the first video and I saw it got 100 views or whatever, I was like, okay. I'm going to wait till I get, I had a camera at home, like a little video camera. I was like, I'm going to wait till I go back home for break, whatever break and get my camera to really start, you know, but mm-hmm. I was so bored. I was like, Ugh, let me just continue. If I would have waited, I, I, before I went home, I gained like 200 some subscribers, you know, in that time. So it was like a base to work off of. Then I got my actual equipment. Then I kind of started, I learned to edit more, you know, but at first I was doing everything off the iPad. iMovie is free. 
Yes, it is. Everybody has a little, you know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, then when I got the camera, I was doing Windows Windows Movie Maker. That's free. I think that's like done now. I think they deleted it or whatever. But like, that's what I tell people. Just start because you think you need all the bells and whistles. And I have to buy this top-notch camera first. I have to have this stuff figured out. It's like, if you have something to share, whether it's content, a product, whatever, like art, an idea or whatever, and it's like a quality thing you believe in, like people are going to receive it no matter what the... Unless it's just so bad quality, you know what I mean? But like, as far as just starting, if you have a phone, you can start That's that, it. you know, you can start. If you really wanted to, you you could really start. So if you get the confidence up and you really, you know, do it. You don't have to sit and plan everything out. Even though planning is great. I'd be willing. I'd just be starting stuff. That's me. Yeah. And, so and that's how I've I got learned, into it. What, mm-hmm. what, I've, what I've learned in my time doing it is like, sometimes people appreciate the raw like unprofessional like some of my best posts on twitter have been and i I always add this expression into them it's poorly made snapchat edits snapchat oh poorly made snapchat (laughs) like one of my poorly made snapchat edits made it to candace parker's instagram story last year no way yes so you know you know the infamous photo of lebron and d-wade where the wade's like this and lebron's dunking in the background uh Don't tell me you cut out the faces on, I went on to Snap- Snapchat. I went, I went to Snapchat, cut out Kalia Copper's face, Candace Parker's face, and each of their jerseys, stuck them on there with stickers. Looked absolutely atrocious. <laughs> and just shout out the tweet. I saw the tweet. It was like, uh, Chicago That's shot fast breaks be like poorly edited Snapchat edition. Uh-huh. Posted it. It got, it got some good traction on Twitter. I think like wow. 100, 115, 120 likes or whatever. Some retweets. People were laughing. I uh-huh. uh, got, got the Sky Show retweet, which goes a long way. Right, right, right. You know, whatever. <laughs> and then I went back to just watching the game and, you know, doing my social media stuff. Mm-hmm. About about two hours after the game, somebody tagged me in something on Twitter. It's like, go check Candace's story. I was like, what? So I go to Candace's story and her wife that we didn't mm-hmm. know, that not everybody knew was her wife at the time. Mm-hmm. I knew that. Uh, posted it and tagged her and it was like twitter is too funny and it was my picture and i was like i was like what that's crazy like that is crazy yeah like i i've made a bunch of poorly made oh yeah you made it yeah you made it and like i've got a little app on my phone that i use to make quick videos like there's so much so much stuff you can find to make stuff right 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 it's like you just do it and like gotta start it the more you do it, the quicker you get with the lower quality stuff, but also you gain confidence and you're like, okay, I can do this. And then That's you start. What I'm saying like, it's good to it gain that confidence when you're, when you're on the rough thing. So like, okay, I'm off my phone or whatever. I don't have the vlog camera yet or whatever the case. It's like, it's good because once you start, you're never going to start at a place where the, the, the equipment might be top, top tier, but you're starting out. You don't know yet. Like, what you're you might not know what exactly what your content is going to be what like what direction it's going to be you not might not be comfortable in front of the camera completely you may not speak as well as you want to at first but it's like once you do it you get better and you might change your direction so by the time you get this stuff it's rolling a little more you know that's what I'm saying I encourage people to start earlier than later because it's like you can iron out those kinks while it's you know what I mean you're just starting like who cares who cares you know Right. That's me. I just be winging it. I just be starting. Same thing with my merch. You know, I, I literally just um I went to a trade show off this in Vegas. Waka Flocka has this. 
I cannot lie to you. I gave him this hoodie. Like I went to this trade show off of just this. Every other brand has like a bunch of hoodies there. Like I have this, just this. I rolled in with some friends. I had no experience. These are like high-end people. I'm just sitting there like at my booth, like what the, I'm like learning from these people. You know what I mean? But I just be starting it. Like I just, I just start stuff. I just do it. I, I really am. I need to start to plan better. That's something I put on my little goal board, but I just be winging it. I feel like that just works, you know, just if you start, you're well-intentioned you're going to learn along the way as well. Right. Um, but yeah, just start. I, I would give a lot to hear Flocka yell Splash Squad. <laughs> yeah, if, you literally, what? Go ahead, sorry. If you got that clip, you would never I need wish. any other sound effect in your I life. I wish, oh my gosh. That's like the I ultimate wish. cosign. Oh my gosh especially brick squad splash squad i didn't i didn't get a video though i think no there was no video we just got pictures but he was talking to me about not even a hoodie really he was really talking to me about my shoes he were roasting my shoes for some reason because they're like vans they're vans <laughs> but they were in like the regular vans they were like these different vans whatever and he he walk up my friend's roasting me right because everyone's in here with like 300 dollars dunk. i don't have any dunks or like ones at all which is crazy i need something but i don't have any right so I just had the little vans on. Everyone's in here all cool, whatever. He come in and he was like, oh, where'd you get those? They're tight. I said, I didn't even, that was the first thing he said. I was pointing at everybody. I was like, mm-hmm. But that was it. We really, we didn't really talk too much. But if I would have gotten that little sound clip, it would have been up. Yeah. No, that was, up. that's like the ultimate cosign. Like, so oh, you, yeah. you would never need any other sound effect in a video ever. Intro, all, I mean, you, you would never stop hearing it. Exactly. So, so while we're here, you're talking about just doing it. Mm-hmm. What What's some other stuff that you've learned along the way? Like in, maybe like inspirational stuff or what, you know, motivates you, you know, okay. keeps you going. Um, with content creation, definitely. Um, for me, especially like now I'm starting a new, first of all, well, first things first, one thing about me, y'all will learn is like, I just, I'm a very much so a person I do what I want to do because I feel like time is the most valuable thing on this earth. Like you can always, there's a lot of different ways to make money. There's a lot of different ways to, you know what I mean? But you'll never get time back. You know what I mean? So for me, it's very important for me to be spending time doing things that I like. That's why college was like kind of like hell on earth. Besides me having fun at HBCU, you know, like the schoolwork is, I was like, ugh, like I know I'm not going to use this. I was like, I felt like I was wasting my time. Like I don't know. It just sucked for me. It really just sucked. Like just mentally felt so trapped and, ugh. and so now it's like, if it's not, if I feel like it's a job, something like I don't want to do, like I'm not doing it just for money. Like that's just not something I, I'm willing to do. I'm not willing to trade my time for money just because of this capitalistic system. No, I'm playing. But you know, I'm not, I'm not going to fall into all that. I'm really not like, I'm someone who I value my time a lot. So I'm going to do what I want. So even with the NBA channel, like I love the Lakers. I hate to say it. This season has been dead boring to me. It's been so boring. The Lakers suck right now. And they let me down and let America down. And I'm but honestly, though, truthfully, I've just been bored with this season. I don't know why I've just been bored. I talked to another friend who was the same thing. So I haven't been posting on there because I'm not forcing content. I don't force you know and that's that content that channel's like monetized you know what I mean so people would say oh yeah make money with you know what I mean and that was like my main you know that would make me a little money whatever but I'm like okay I'm not 
interested in it right now, I'm not going to post it. I don't force stuff just to keep things going. I really don't. So um, just like loving what you do and being just like authentic. Like when I got into the WNBA and I, I just saw the, how I got into the W space of creating was basically just like, first I was seeing all the, you know, the comments in the ESPN uh, posts, all the dudes just ugh, like, not a sport cares who is this who cares it's like oh my it just would annoy me right and then I looked at myself and I'm like wait first of all like I'm not I'm not uh like avid fan like that so that's a problem one for me two it's like I'm doing all this content creation and obviously it's not like they're it's boosting the NBA like they don't need it right and there's like all these women over here doing all this and like I'm not really making any videos about them at all i was like okay like this is this is something wrong with this picture you know what i'm saying i'm a black woman okay i mean like i'm not even supporting my sisters you feel me my sisters so i was like okay something's off with this too and then um so i had to start looking into it. but once i started to um make the content over here it was just like natural i just do the same thing that i do on the other side you know what i mean but i do it here and especially this season it's just been like this, oh i just first of all, made this channel, this new channel where I would just post it because I started posting it over there, but then you get the the dudes again commenting. I didn't feel like going to, because I would just roast them in the comments every time. And I didn't feel like doing that every video I posted, you know? So I was like, okay, I'm making a new channel. So I just made it. Um, but with this one, yeah, it's like, I just kind of make the content authentically. I already know, you know, like there may not be as far as like the following, you know, I may not get this following quickly, from this content but like obviously it's not about that one but um I don't know it's the authenticity you know like knowing that your content you have to be confident in yourself and your ability to gain a following you know what I mean that's just being confident in yourself your content um not really trying to chase when you chase the bag is cruel you could chase a bag but when you try to chase a bag through like something like a passion or something whatever uh, it gets a little weird when you're really aggressively like just doing everything for the money it's just weird or like followers it's kind of like a little lame you know what I mean so I, I learned to just like I I just do everything that I want to do like I, if, if tomorrow I didn't want to do I wouldn't like I just do what I want to do with my time one, two, I learned just um, as far as like building an audience and building community, like you people, a lot of people expect their friends to be like their main source of support, you know, so they'll go and they'll DM their friends. Hey, can you repost this? Get me to 100 subs today. Help, please. Like, and they, they'll get mad at their friends for not boosting them and I learned very early on first of all like when I started my NBA channel I didn't tell anybody I just did it and so for like the longest I never told so I had thousands and I didn't tell anybody just because I didn't I don't know why but even when I was starting the you know the hoodies I wasn't like begging people for support simply because I understand that there's a billions there's billions of people out there you know so this is might be helpful for people starting it's like just don't when you get hung up on oh my friend didn't support this there's a million reasons they might not you might suck one hate to say it you might just suck buddy you know real two two they might not be interested in that genre of whatever you're doing you know 
you know, so like for me, I didn't get mad at people. A lot of my friends, if they don't watch the NBA, like I don't expect them to watch every game. I don't expect them to follow just because they're friends. It's great. And I'm like, oh, wow, I'm amazed when they do. I love the support, but I'm not going to waste my time begging these people to follow and begging these people to push me when there's a gang of people out there like that will receive the content you have. It's your job to go find those people. That's what you're supposed to do. And people get mad that you're not like, they're not handed this shout out from their friend or whatever. Like just ignore that. Just kind of go and, and push your content. You know, that's something that I've definitely learned. And if you're confident in your content, like I was talking about before, and you're doing it for the right reason, like you're just doing, even if you want to monetize it, which is fine. You know what I mean? In this, in this world, you know, it's better to monetize a hobby than be sitting behind a desk you don't want to be sit behind you know so even if you're monetizing a hobby that's fine but it's like just be like authentic you know the people that are just weird is lame and it can it shows you know so the genuine authenticity what are some of the things that I've learned for sure yeah I, I keep it at that there's a lot you know but yeah those are some things I learned so basically chase the bag but don't be a sellout for it okay you know yeah, just, don't just be a sellout stay true to yourself yeah follow follow your path you ride your path till the wheels fall off exactly that's that's how I, that's what i'm taking from that because yeah. yeah i agree with that i do agree with that people people get a platform or whatever and they change and then switch up gatekeeping like stop you know if like especially in certain spaces it's supposed to be like like growth and stuff like that it's like okay if that's the case you should want as many people like for me with I, I keep going back to the merch but like if somebody wants to like I've, I've sat there and type people paragraphs like they're asking me how do I get this certain vendor or whatever whatever and I'll tell them everything like there's a lot of people that gatekeep that because I don't know why like I don't know if you want to be the only one like who cares if your stuff is good like people will buy your stuff there's a room for everybody there's a seven billion people on earth what are you gaining from gatekeeping you're weird you're lame yeah. I, and i guess what bailey i hated to say that but they're lame it's the facts gatekeeping is the lamest thing i never got it and so i, I like this space a lot because i have found some people jasmine baker's been okay first imani mcgee stafford's just been like all hail her you know what i mean she's, she's just phenomenal. helping she be bro plugging me like she's the girly you know what i mean if i ever get in a uh, law law skirmish you know i need a lawyer first calling her and i need her to get me off the hook i'm expecting that um jasmine baker she tapped me in with jasmine baker and so jasmine baker's been just like just telling me kind of like behind the scenes you know like what's up just kind of giving me the lay of the land because like i said i'm new to this space you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it was cool to just kind of get that lay of the land from her uh bria subria from grow the game the goat the goat grow the, the game the literal goat the literal goat and she's just she's hilarious but she's also like she just makes things happen you know i think i call her like mrs get it done or something she'd be get, like she's making name. it happen for real right like she's making it happen and she's just super cool and she like the gatekeeping doesn't exist you know what i mean that's what I, that's what I like. I, I think it's really weird when it's like, you know, I don't know, especially in this space, there should be zero gatekeeping. Let's be real. I mean, we're grow. The game is a perfect name too. That's why I love it. Cause it's like, we're trying to grow the game. That's the reason I even did this because like, obviously 
my obviously that channel isn't monetized the WNBA channel isn't monetized it isn't it just started I wasn't expecting a large falling off but I was like I'm gonna do my part however small it is to just contribute to you know covering them I didn't know that there was a space I didn't know that there was W Twitter I had no clue that I'm new to this so this is like all so like overwhelming but I just jumped right into it just to just to add to the conversation because I was like, I have something to add and I felt bad only doing it w, uh, NBA. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. But um, I feel like in this space, it's like the more the merrier, the more people doing stuff, creating stuff, it's it's only going to help, right? Like that's the goal. So gatekeeping would make zero sense. So I think I'm lucky that I've run into people that are not, you know, they don't gatekeep you, you know, when you, when you tweeted that thing out, you, you put me in a tweet. I was like, oh, snap, did I make it? Did I really make it? Oh, my, I screenshotted it. I have it in my gallery. I was like, oh, I might've really done it now. I might be on now, but yeah, I was like, dang. So I didn't know about those space, but I think I've been like blessed and lucky to run into y'all. Cause y'all are like super cool. And it's like, it's like a community for real. So yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that you read my mind when you said there's space for everyone. Like there literally yeah. is space for everyone. And I think that's one thing that stops a lot of people from joining. They're like, wow, there's somebody already doing this or somebody's already doing yeah. that, whatever. Like it don't matter. Who cares, bro? Just, Just do, do it. it. Because it's, it can only help. Yeah. Like, and regardless of what they do, they can't do it like you. Right. Everybody has a different, exactly. Maybe. Like, I, I remember you ever seen around the horn? Mm-mm. so around the horns like the show on espn it's kind of like almost a little game show she was like there's like the host guy and in the panel of like four or five people and he gives Who's... them points oh okay no no no, no. yeah it's so, like he gives them points and it, it, it's a cool little show i've always enjoyed watching it but there's a guy okay. named woody woody page on there okay and woody page always had this little whiteboard behind it had some sort of little um usually some sort of little kind of funny quote or whatever and one that stuck out to me i remembered it forever it says mm-hmm. remember you're unique just like everyone else and that's Mm. always stuck with me because it's like (laughs) if if everyone's unique is anyone really unique but we all are unique and we should tap into that right and that's something that's always stuck with me is like just because somebody else is making youtube content they ain't gonna do it like you do it right 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 exactly just because somebody like i mean if you if, if if everybody let other people deter them like we wouldn't have music we wouldn't have an NBA. We wouldn't have W. Like, uh, I think what's happening now is Bailey's preaching. I, I ain't trying, I'm trying to. Preach. I'm looking for my uh, wallet. See if I have an offering for you. But, <laughs> but no, I, I, preaching. I, that's yeah, true. Uh, that's 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 a big thing to me. Is that like there are lanes to be made. There's plenty of room and lanes already existing for everybody to get in there. Mm-hmm. Like, just do like like you said earlier. It all comes back to just doing it more than just anything. Yeah, so. just start it, believe in it, you're good. You'll yeah. find an audience, that's all it is. Yeah, yeah, and, and the audience will find you too. It, it'll, it'll go both ways. Go ahead and preach. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, 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 we'll tie it back in. We'll end on Going a, back, on, getting on, back on a, into no, it. No, 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 that, <laughs> so, so we'll get into this last little bit. Uh, we, you know, we touched on some W Twitter Mm-hmm. And you know, talked about the league a little bit. So, I know you said earlier, Diamond, Candice are your favorite players. Mm-hmm. Who, who, who are some more? Like, give me like your, give me like your favorite player starting five. 
don't Candace, have to be it don't have to be by position either. Like you can play positionless basketball. So Candace, Brittany, Amanda, Diamond. Okay. Uh who's fifth? Oh, oh, oh my gosh. The gold mamba. I'm so sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh I'm so sorry. The gold mamba. Hey, that's okay. and six is Taj Cole. Hey, look. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you mm-hmm. said that. Because mm-hmm. that Athletes Unlimited League has been phenomenal. I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Because I love Listen. me some Taj Cole. Listen. And I, I love some of the other Hoopers in there. First things first, I think I discovered Taj Cole. Okay. Are you sure? um, How'd you discover Taj Cole? Well, when I was watching the first Athletes Unlimited, um, from the second, she just, from the, probably like the second shot I realized she was going first of all at first I kind of misinterpreted the whole scoring thing so like I said I thought I thought it was just like points I I was just going off of who was scoring points that's why I was confused I was like why are they not tackling Lexi Brown why are they passing I said if I was on a team I'm she's not getting the ball from me if my captain has more points than me I'm not passing the ball if you call me for a pick I'm taking it from you and we're on the same team I'm boxing you out no joke. So that's what I thought. And then that whole time I'm like, okay, this is how the points go. But when I was watching it, Taj had the clip. She was just going for points. And I was like, that's the energy I'd be on. You know what I mean? So that's why I was her biggest fan from game one. And now, you know, she's killing it. Who did she, uh, Connecticut gave her a, uh, was it Connecticut? Yeah. Connecticut gave her a training camp contract. So I, I don't know. I think it's a cool, le- I think the, first of all, I mean, there's not enough to say about that league. First of all, super fresh, super cool, man. Passes the vibe check totally, dude. I the mean, the vibes are immaculate. The vibes are immaculate. It gives like a sort of like a family vibe. Like they're all, I, I feel like that's how it is in like maybe like a tournament. What is it? I don't know. When when all the teams are like just there and they like play each other, and you kind of get to know people. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, like it gives that vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the word I was looking for. That's that's literally like the vibe I get. And so it's like you know, you're. I think it's cool. I've never seen the whole captains like self coach. They draft themselves. You know what I mean? They draft the players and everything. I thought that was super cool. And then just seeing the players that like have kind of like emerged from this league is, is the word. I don't know if that's the correct word, but like people that have just kind of, I don't know if we weren't expecting them to do it or what, but it has made their mark. You know, some people we've seen that like definitely deserve contracts. And it's like, wait, like how has she not had a, anybody hitting her yet? How did she get waived? You know what I mean? And then you have the people that we might not have known about that are coming up. And so I think it's a really cool like environment for people to get known to for people that were like on teams where they didn't get too much playing time to not prove themselves but just show like what they do you know this is a good this is a great thing that like shows that these people like these wma rosters this is the most competitive league you know so it's like they're in a cut you know just because we don't see them all the time that just because they're not getting that playing time they're in a cut and they're here so when you see them playing like they're they're like that this is not like they have to train for this league they have to they have to improve for this they've been like that they're right. like this. You know what I'm saying? I think that's super cool. And just seeing the camaraderie, like I said, I want to get down to some games. I just want to experience it. But hopefully hopefully by um, next year, I'm playing in it, Bailey. Okay. So, Why so are you, you smiling? Going, 
You think I'm because I like the energy. I, I love the okay. energy. I love. No, the I'm energy. dead serious. Do you know? Did you know? In 2015, I was the first projected pick. See, that's that's notable. WNBA draft. You want to know what happened? What happened? You're probably wondering how I got here. Basically, first projected pick, number one. You know, they every all the leaderboards had me going number one. True story, Bailey. By the way, very true story. Uh, basically, it's kind of a traumatic one for me. Uh, but basically got a limo, had my whole family in a limo, getting out the limo, stubbed my toe. Done. That set me back. The surgeries that came from that, I had a couple surgeries. My dreams at that point really um, kind of went down the drain. And I've been working to get back from that injury, you know. Um, not many people believed in me, you know. Not many people even believed me, you know, the story, but... Um, I know the truth and, and I was, I was there. I was, I was on the, on the cusp of the WNBA, but that blocked me. So I think the uh, athletes unlimited is the road back, you know? So next, next year I might try out, you know, try my luck and see if I can run with, you know, the real, the big dogs, you know what I mean? And get, get back to the league, find my way back. Um, true story, by the way, Bailey. So, yeah. um, I believe that's... you. I have no reason not to. Thank you. I wish more people were like that. I get a lot of questions like, what do you mean? You're lying. I'm like, hey, don't think too hard. You know, it's just my experience. It's my lived experience. And yeah, I think Athletes Unlimited, like I said, is a great vehicle, you know what I mean, to showcase your talents. And you get to stay here, you know what I mean, versus going overseas. People, I've seen people love, like Brittany seems like she loved going overseas, you know what I mean, watching her stories. But there's some people that might not want to go overseas by themselves. They don't know anybody, you know what I mean? Or if it's for like a long period of time. These are all people that you kind of already know as well. Like here, you know, it's kind of like you don't have to chemistry build. Let's go on this trip to chemistry build. Like you kind of already know each other. Everybody's kind of cool. There's no language, so, culture barrier. Like it's just exactly. smooth. You just, you just and you're here, like your family can pull up any day and just like watch yeah. you easily. I think it's going to be cool to see the effect of AU on the league. What do you think about that? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think that AU could have lots of ripple effects in the W from the way the W is covered, both by external and internal uh, mediums, mm-hmm. whether it be the way the, the W social team operates or mm-hmm. uh, ESPN covering the W or Fox Sports or whoever. Mm-hmm. But also you look at it, I think, you know, and we're seeing – these talented players like Taj Cole mm-hmm. who look like they belong in the W. Right. But can they crack the 144? But then that puts pressure, that puts even more pressure. There's already a ton of pressure, but that puts even more pressure on the W to say, well, what if the 144 became 158? Right. Or, right. or one, 170 or whatever the number may be, however the math would work. Mm-hmm. And then from there, what if that 170 became, oh, we'll bump it up. We'll, we'll do some even math. We'll say 200 became, I don't know, 20 teams. I, you lost I mean, me at the, you started doing a Pythagorean theorem, but I'm with you in yeah. in spirit as far as expanding the teams. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It is. It puts a little pressure on them. And you know what's crazy? You talk about your comeback. Taj Cole said that she hadn't played a professional game since 2020. Really? So so she went undrafted. Mm-hmm. I think I think it was the 2019 draft, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. Went overseas and then mm-hmm. 
there was some sort of family um, obligation mm. that brought her back. And she's been also with COVID and things, but the family obligation brought her back and she's been kind of focused on that. So she said she hadn't played like a competitive, like hey, that's crazy organized game since like 2020. Yeah, she's raw. I, I got sick. to I got to see her play a few times at UGA. She she was a favorite of mine even then. Just to, like, bro, what the okay? So you just be knowing these players. Come, so you were the one that discovered it. <laughs> no, nah, I ain't gonna say all that. You know, I what? I, you got I to gonna... see all these people play. What the who who do we not know that you saw? I mean, I, I saw Diamond and Lexi play in high school. Like I said, I saw Taj play at UGA. Like, I mean, this Marjorie Butler play at UGA. She's in the Oh, league. yeah. So, basically, you you basically cultivated this league. Like, you nah. cultivated a handful. You had a hand. No, really, you had a hand in them getting to where they are today. So, I, I need you to – let's give a round of applause to Bailey. <laughs> he really was the – driving force in these young players lives and really change them for the better and um i don't think your efforts can go unnoticed so i'll be the one to give you your flowers uh sir you know they heard a voice yelling in the stands that's that was more prominent than the others i guess whatever it may be sometimes just that extra push yeah absolutely absolutely but before before we get out of here tie it back into the end here we got your thoughts on au we talked some sparks earlier Mm-hmm. I just want to hear. Give me, give me three storylines you're watching for this W season. Three storylines. So we talked about this, but two of them is definitely. I just want to see what happens with Sparks and um, the Dream. Gotta see that. Uh, gotta. See, I I want to see what happens with Vegas and LA. Like I said, that depends. But I'm just kind of curious to see that. I also, obviously, Phoenix and Chicago are two that I definitely, definitely, definitely 100 million, billion percent want to see. Um, I don't think the whole, the Diamond and Sophie thing is funny, but they're on the same team. I, I think they're so, like, they're not petty players. To me, it doesn't seem like they're petty enough to, you know what I mean, for that to right. ever, ever be a thing. Unfortunately, because, oh, my gosh, that'd be so funny. That would be absolutely hilarious. Yeah, those are three three games. Like literally, when I say I have marked on my calendar, like I want to go to, I really okay. want to go to. Like okay. if I can make it to a dream, uh, dream sparks game, I want to make. What's the opening opening night is like a big one, a big matchup. I thought I can't remember what it is, but I wanted to go to it. So I might have to. I might have to make it to that one. Um, I want to go to a Phoenix for Chicago. Like I said this year, I'm going to like, even if I have to just like fly and go to these games, like I'm making it to more of these, like, but I'm going to the banger ones, you know, obviously a lot of them are going to be bangers, but I'm going to the rivalry, the, the heated ones. Cause guess what? I want to stir the pot. I'm going to be in the audience stirring the pot. So absolutely, yeah, I want to go. Cause I, I don't know. You never know what's going to happen. What, what's the storylines you're following though? Before we go past yours, Sparks Dream okay, okay. in Atlanta is the second game on the Dream schedule. It's the first home game. Is Sparks Dream for real? Wednesday, no, Wednesday, no. May eleventh, seven p.m. Eastern. Wait, that's a home game in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. What? Wait, when's the uh? What's the opener for the uh Sparks at home? Their home opener is the Lynx on the seventeenth. They start their year on the road. No way! Why do I think six so of their that's... first six of their first seven are on the road? 
because they start in Chicago. Yeah, so so Wednesday, May 11th at 7 p.m. At, at, in Atlanta is when the Sparks come the first time. Man, I thought it was in Cali. Not I'm going. Person. I'm going to the. I'm going. Are you going? You have a. I, say, I got a ticket. ticket. Like stop playing. And, and I our will seats, pull up. Our seats are behind the opponent bench, so we'll be behind <laughs> LA. <laughs> oh, you shouldn't have said that. You should not have said that. I gotta go, Bailey, for real. Yeah, like I'm saying, like you can literally pull up and have a seat right behind oh the Sparks bench. My gosh, <laughs> you know the it, we can make oh. it work. I'm vlogging that. I'm vlogging that. Do it, pull up. Yeah, you you messed up. How did never I mess up? Because I wanted I wanted to go to that game that, and I was like, okay, because I'm not in Cali right now. I was like, I'm gonna fly to Cali for that, but it's in it's in ATL. It's even closer. I could just pull up oh my gosh we gotta make that happen for sure we can make that happen but uh my three storylines i'm watching this year obviously the retooled sparks that's a Mm -hmm. given um i'm very interested to see so i wasn't very open to the liz move was not oh i saw on twitter yeah i wasn't very open to that but getting kennedy makes that better for me because Mm -hmm. we upped our perimeter creation Mm -hmm. so i don't feel we're going to be as interior centric Mostly curious to see how the coaching staff utilizes all of it on the court. I don't think the off-court issues are as pressing as people think they will be. Right. Although that is a concern, and it may be some drama every once in a while. But, like, but like, think about it. They're not going into it wanting to fight. Because, like, right. especially seeing the reception on Twitter, like, who wants to see people, like, not praying on their – like rooting on them to be dramatic but like people are telling them that they're gonna be you know dramatic they're gonna oh they're gonna fight this like nobody wants to you know not to say that they're gonna try to prove them wrong by not being dramatic but I mean they're grown you know what I mean I don't think they go into things trying to start stuff so and 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 like I said there's other there's other people in the locker room that are cool you know what I'm saying like I don't think that locker room is gonna really I don't know. I don't yeah, know. that's what I was gonna say. Like, like we said earlier, like the locker room that they're coming into is like full of established veterans that are really right. that have been in LA for a while, but also like are like very even keeled and right, right, competitively fiery, but not really necessarily personality fiery. Mm-hmm. And I think can really keep that to a minimum. Um, and on top of that, like forget what I think about it. Like all the players praised Derek Fisher's system in exit interviews last year. I don't know if he was holding them at gunpoint off the camera to do it. Do you want me to tell you what happened? Sure. Okay. Well, basically behind the camera. And I, I wish I could make this up, baby. I actually wish I could make this up behind the camera. Do you know those things, those like spirals, the black and white spirals that be going around that hypnotize people? Mm -hmm. Basically, Derek Fisher was behind the camera holding one up, right? So only the player can see it. Hypnotizing them. So they're starting to say things. They're all saying the same thing. system. You notice it was like a little mind. They did all say the same thing. No cap. You see? He was holding the thing up. They said the same thing. So they weren't really under their own free will with that. And I think that's something we shouldn't do an expose on if they let me close enough to the... I mean, I might not even need to be let in. I might break in and just kind of do a little expose on them. 
on that, but I think we need to free them, free the players. You know the I mean? WNBA because... whistleblower. Oh yeah, that's me. And I'll get in, I'll get into the nitty gritty and really expose what's going on back there because I saw it for one, you noticed it, you know, now everyone should be saying it. I mean, it was a little shady, you know? So I'm just, I'm just telling you guys behind the scenes. I know you guys are probably thanking me for that negative info. You're welcome. But that's something you probably wouldn't have known, but I did catch that. He was holding it up behind the camera. So that's why you got that. It wasn't genuine. I hate to say it, but yeah. That's yeah. tough. That's tough. It is. It's a hard nugget to swallow, but you know, I'm hey. unfortunately not surprised. Yeah. Not, not too surprising. The, the other storylines I'm looking at are the Phoenix Mercury. Right. So much talent. There's only one ball to go around. <laughs> How are they going to make that fit work? How are they going to go BG and Tina Charles simultaneously? Right. Like, where is Diamond going to fit? And now she, Tina got to be like a supporting character sort of now. Like Somebody got to be a supporting character. There's never been a supporting character, whether it's Skylar, right, right, right. BG, Diana Taurasi, uh, Tina. Like, Tina Charles just, has this. She has the second okay. highest usage rate in W history. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, I, I, I don't know, bro. I feel like I the reason I said her because it's like she's the one coming in, and I just don't see them like, like, re, like the big three already. Like I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I just didn't see them like saying, okay, um, maybe they're gonna say, oh, I take a lesser role. You never know, you know, and you never know if one of them is like, oh, I'll be the bigger person. I don't know, but it is definitely, definitely going to be a little something because, but I think those can work. People always say stuff about that. Like, what was the, what was the NBA team they said that about? There's only one ball and it actually kind of worked. Oh, it was the Warriors. They yeah. said that, right? The There's only one ball to go around. It worked. So you, you never know. I, I don't want to count them out, but, or not count them out, but like just say that and like, oh, it's wraps, you know, there's too many. You know, because if they if their chemistry is right, you know what I mean? And they're just gelling and they say, you know what, I'm taking whatever role. I think Diamond said something to that effect. She said, like, she's ready to go in there and play. She did that for Chicago like last year. She she did her thing gracefully. You know, she wasn't really. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, if they are able to do that, they'll be rolling. And I don't I don't want to see that happen. Are they do you think they're like the do you think they're like the villains a little bit? How are you feeling in my book? They're like the villains. I could see, I could see that. I could like see a little that. Bit. And the sky is like everybody's hero. Like in my, in my, like how I perceived it, like I said, I'm a little new to, you know what I mean? So I don't want to, but that's what I saw. I was like, dang, the sky, to me, the sky is like the hero. They retooled and people thought they were going to be, oh, everyone's leaving them. They're not going to be able to sign. And they did amazingly, I think, with yeah. the tips they were dealt. But Phoenix to me is like the, the villains. And then they double down. Like they got everybody. Like to me, it's giving, it's giving warriors almost. You know it's what like I mean? uh, it's like the sky, the Avengers, and the, <laughs> the the Mercury, or Thanos and his his crew. Yeah, like that's what I got from it. So I, that's going to definitely be a good storyline. Because it's interesting to say that because my third one was going to be the Chicago Sky because. Oh, okay. Okay. I think. I think they're going back to back. For real. I think people are underestimating their ability to yes. like they're in a great position to like. It's, as soon as they got Sloot back, that, that's that's <laughs> it to me. That that was the, the was cherry it. on top, mm-hmm. right? They they added my girl CB. They mm-hmm. got supposedly got Emma Beesman. I don't know if that's actually official yet. 
I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. They somehow snagged Julie Alamond out of that trade. Uh huh. Somehow got like one of the best like backup point guards. Indiana, right? Yeah, from Indiana. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and she didn't play last year because she was with our national team. But like, presumably, she comes back. You still have Candace. You got fresh out the finals MVP Kylie Copper. You get Quigley back as well. And, like, you lose Dolson and you lose Diamond, but, like, look what you're getting back in return. Like Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they they made those moves before they got Sloot back, and I was like, okay, these moves minus Sloot don't work. But then as soon as they said Sloot (laughs) and and Quigley back, I'm like, oh, yeah, nah. It's done. (laughs) Because, because like, if you look at the Mercury as maybe the second best team, right, if you look at Uh it that way, hypothetically, like on paper, Uh Salute is going to pick those women apart. I mean, seriously, like you, you, you put you, you go, apart. Who are you gonna put? You gonna put Diana Rossi on her? Diana Ross is a turnstile, respectfully, at this point in her career. You gonna put Skyler on her? Respect. I love Skyler. Skyler's a good defender, but like, no. You gonna put Farmstrong? Killing me. Are you gonna put? You're killing Diamond? me. <laughs> like. And then all they got to do, all you got to do is get Candace and Sloop or Azaray and Sloop or presumably Emma Mieseman and Sloop in a pick and roll and Brittany Griner, Tina Charles, Brianna Turner. I don't care who it is. They're lost. Like there's, it's, it's over with. Like I, to me personally, like that's. Hey, that is so funny. You didn't have to go down the list and do all nicknames. Turnstile, Farmstrong. <laughs> i'm just saying like, oh no you're right though you're right like they just don't they don't match up they may run through like the mercury may run through every other team they might do they might run okay but, on a scale of one to ten how embarrassing if how embarrassing will it be if the mercury don't win a title on a scale of one to ten they're would, on a scale i'm sorry they're on the scale i would say pretty high up there because they're <laughs> going all in for it Oh, they did. They went all in. If they don't win to me, and this is like, uh, this is, yeah, no, this is a nine. This is a nine. It's at least a nine because Uh when you have to put, they're doing so many roster gymnastics and cap gymnastics. They put Simone Biles in a tier below GOAT status and she's the GOAT. But like, I don't know how in the world. Roster gymnastics. I love that. I don't know how in the world. They came in having like very minimal cap space and somehow added Tina Charles and Diamond <laughs> Shields while keeping Skyler, while keeping BG, while keeping Bree. They kept Bree Turner in all of this somehow, some way. You mm-hmm. re-signed Sophie. You keep Shea Petty on a training camp contract. Like, yeah, yeah. Just, I, yeah. They they did a lot of like you may have to do your expose on the mercury because i, feel uh, like I was like, about to say i'm gonna look at their books and see what where say, their they, transactions have been they're doing some like suspect stuff because i don't know how they did it mm-hmm. they, they signed talk- people on nfts i don't know what they got going <laughs> they're doing they're bitcoin currency <laughs> <laughs> they're giving them dogecoin a sign something <laughs> i don't know we have to look because, they're, they're signing uh, their uh they're signing their contracts with tesla stock <laughs> right something like, I don't know. I'm going to do the expose. I was expecting the Liberty to be the team that did a lot of rosters. I was going to say that. I was, but, everyone's been waiting, and they haven't really – what, Steph and – is that it? I think that was the 
That's the only one I remember. And that's a that's, great pickup. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, like, they needed it, but that's sick because I, I was scared of them. They were talking to Brianna Stewart and all this, all this little. Yeah, I thought, oh, I thought we were done for. And then Phoenix out of nowhere, boom, New York silent. I said, wow, all of that. I I kind of, I low-key expected the Liberty to make a run at Asia. Really? Yeah, that was my bold prediction for the offseason, but it ain't happened, so. <laughs> I mean, I just, I didn't, I didn't expect, I didn't expect it to shake out the way it did. I say that. Yeah, yeah. And it, I, used to, I think the Mercury going to be a great regular season team, but they run into the sky. I would even say the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to have a hard time. The Aces are, I think that one's a coin flip. Mm-hmm. I think both both teams are equally bad matchups for each other, but I don't see them beating the sky again. Like I, I see it going the same. If if those two meet up again in the finals of the playoffs, I see it going the same way. I think I think Sloot would pick them folks apart. That's the dream outcome. Ugh. Imagine them repeating would, over would, Phoenix. That's the dream. Yeah, no, I, I would make, love that. They gotta make that happen. Like if, if the Sparks don't win, um I, I love the sky. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. I think we're all. That's why I feel like they're the heroes. Like I feel like everyone's kind of rooting for them. You yeah. know, I don't they're, know. They're America's team. Yeah, <laughs> America's team for sure. But I think that about wraps us up. We could probably talk all day if we wanted to. <laughs> this was fun. We'll do this again for sure. You know, yeah. I'm down. This was funny. Yeah, fun. no, it definitely was I'm funny. I, I, you know, I, we we can crack jokes all day long. <laughs> the, the the w is easy to crack jokes on like friendly jokes obviously no, nothing right but yeah yeah of course because like you said like there's not many things being tapped into and it's just low-hanging fruit that nobody's messing with so low-hanging fruit exactly yeah people people are overthinking their w coverage is the way i look at it so right you have any parting thoughts before we tap out of here Parting thoughts. Um, giving my blessing to the LA Sparks. If you didn't know, I am the Sparks Seer. That's kind of equivalent to the Laker Prophet. I was a Laker Prophet. I am the Sparks Seer. You know what I mean? Okay. So I can impart blessings upon them. Um, so I impart blessing. I impart wisdom and knowledge. I impart um the courage to boot Fisher. I I I impart a lot of just good vibes, you know, on them, on, on the team. Um, I'm imparting, first of all, Vegas, just get with this, the thing so we can do the whole list thing. You know what I mean? Stop. Let's just get it done. Okay. Otherwise, guess what? I'm going to turn them into a rival and I'm going to put them on my list. So um, for really just hating, you know, Pierre definitely didn't pass the vibe check there. So um parting thoughts to anybody else uh that's about it that's about it um I just I think this season's gonna be great honestly one of the most I think it's gonna be one of the most interesting seasons I mean that I've been in tune for for sure um so yeah I'm just excited for it I'm excited for the content that's gonna come out of it and I know you're launching your platform so you know it's gonna be some good you know coverage so I'm definitely using your articles and stuff like that for any any of my stuff that I'm sure. reading or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, this is gonna be a great great season. I know everybody got stuff planned, so you know. Yeah, and by the time this is posted, we'll be live and rolling on Alley right, Pass. Right. So we'll be live. That's right. So, so we'll be live and rolling. So, so basically, I already have future Caitlin has already tapped in. 
There you go. Outlet pass. Yeah, I caught the pass. We're in some uh, Rick and Morty stuff right now. You feel me? But <laughs> some some time, some time space continuums. The time stone. Yeah. There you go. But but if that's it, we'll we'll slide out of Love this it. this this uh, edition of our show number two mm-hmm. in the books. So thank you for coming here. Appreciate you for having me. Gracing me with your presence. <laughs> this was fun. This was a lot of fun. We'll, we'll have to we'll have to do another one of these or maybe join our youtube channel you know be a feature on there we'll, for we'll, sure we'll but make, you also got to get on my channel too we we'll have to do we'll yeah we'll, we'll, we'll do it for sure yeah. I, 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 my youtube debut was last season on my boy Rashad's channel so oh, okay 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 yeah so we make it work yeah okay all, right. so all y'all listening this far thank you for tapping into another edition we'll be back we'll be back on tuesday